Hello and welcome to On Manorama Movie Podcast. Start action cut. In this episode, we are discussing the movie Romancham. Romancham, directed by Jitu Mathavan, is a surprise movie with only Saubin Shah, Arjun Ashogan, and Chamban Vinod as non-figures. And apart from Sajin Gopu, who was there in the movie Churuli, almost all of the actors are newcomers. Uh, today, Ayyappan is joining me to discuss the movie. it's a movie about a group of bachelors living in a rented house in bangalore the the time is around 2007 and uh, having all the fun and frolic um and this is the backdrop of the movie the prime subject is uh, is as a vija board which uh, the youngsters use to uh, invoke spirits what begins as uh, as purely a funny and mischievous prank turns into a horrible mayhem in this fast paced energetic horror comedy the location where the main drama is staged is uh, is full of life it's relatable to anyone who has been part of a group of bachelors in their in their formative years of uh, their career trying to get a toehold in a city uh, with their initial meager uh, means of living uh, wasn't it relatable to you ayappan have you ever been in such a company or such a situation what do you say patnumar uh, um, i think uh, cutting across generations uh visa boards have been a fad especially in hostels and pg accommodations it was hostel night fun uh, i've heard even female friends telling me that they had tried to invoke ghosts this way i too have done this by keeping a coin at the center not using the glass but keeping a coin at the center of a wooden wooden board or even a a4 size paper but i've never felt the coin moving uh but i've had friends telling me of coins and glasses moving towards the alphabet scribbled on the sides of the board i've also been to seances or sessions where i was told that coins had moved but even there i've not seen it happening so i have not seen this happen i have not seen ghosts being invoked but vija boards are part of our collective uh, nostalgia and uh, just out of studies and in search of a job i too had lived in dormitory like settings in big cities in romanjam i thought it was a brilliant creative choice to locate the bachelor pad the two storied house where the friends stay at the edge of some god forsaken part of bangalore from where you can see the glitzy rich bangalore far away through a gate through a haze as if it was some kind of a glorious illusion for these friends struggling to find a footing in life bangalore is still a dream the promised land and for these struggling youngsters to look at bangalore like it is a giant metropolis rising up from earth as if summoned by some cosmic magic i thought was a perfect creative conceit okay the scene in which they try to find a reason to play the uja board against the uh, disapproval of one member of the group that the guy who is very religious actually is against uh, playing this board uh but when he's adamant these the other the rest of the group uh, actually they they anyway decide to go ahead with playing the uja board so that seemed like concocting a scene to get the entry to the main drama uh, so other than that the narrative seemed to have a free flow ayyappan do you think uh, uh, what do you feel about the whole drama did you feel it was uh, a very seamless flow 
for me, uh, I, I felt it was seamless. I, to the contrary, uh, contrary to what you said, I thought the progression was very inventive and even organic. The way they reached to the point, reached the point where they start summoning the ghosts. I thought it was done in a very incremental, inventive, uh, and creative way. Padmavar Romanjam is a, I thought was a harmonious uh, blend of two genres. Malayali, Malayali is particularly fascinated by horror and comedy. I like the way both these aspects, horror and comedy, come through in this film. Uh, comedy in Romanjam is is born out of the quirky friendship bonds of a group of unemployed bachelors stuffed into the two-story house in some obscure part of Bangalore. As for the horror, I thought it was clean, child-friendly horror. There is no blood, gore, or anything that that can be called grotesque, like tilting heads or severed limbs or blood-curdling screams. Even the usual horror movie flourishes, like jump scares or fancy camera angles, or even the most common terror-inducing lighting techniques like uplighting, where a light source is placed right under the face of a character, or underexposure are largely avoided. Of course, there, there are smart lighting choices, especially using candles, but they seem more natural than for effect. But despite the absences of these absence of these 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 usual horror film tropes, you're served a healthy, healthy dose of scares right through the film. But all said, I was a bit disappointed that the film did not resolve into a complete story. It held many things back from me. The film stopped with a conjuring. The ghosts are summoned and that is it. Uh, they have promised to reveal a backstory, a flashback in the sequel. See, even if the bait for the sequel is something as earth-shatteringly intriguing as why did Katapa stab Bahubali from behind, I would still be left dissatisfied. Nonetheless, I am willing to grow old waiting for the Katapa secret. But Romanjam does not have any such bait. My only hope is that in the sequel, they stick to this comedy horror genre. Yes, that is true. Uh, and uh, the men the men with their idiosyncrasies, the mischiefs, uh, egos and pranks make them even more adorable, I think. And the way uh, their dwelling is so affably uh, reiterated in the narrative that it makes the audience so familiar with each corner of the house, uh, like where they sleep, where they eat, uh, where they booze and so on. So the audience is so uh, so instantly transported to to the premises. Ipan, what about the, the house where the events take place? I perfectly subscribe to the word that you used to describe the, the, the youngsters, the main characters. Adorable, yeah. I mean, the, these young men uh, clearly come from completely... Uh, different backgrounds, with sometimes even incompatible urges, yet seem inseparable, made for each other. The, the story also happens in a more innocent time, in 2007, as you said, when religion was never considered a divider. Uh, uh, in a film pivoted around male bonding, but situated in our times, in present times, like, for example, Attention, Please, which we had discussed in this podcast series, it is inevitable that hidden caste prejudices are explored. But Romanjam belongs to an old era where religion or caste was far too inconsequential while striking friendships. It did not stand in the way of friendships as much as even the thickness of the other person's moustache. So in those times, like in the stuffy rooms of the Romanjam house, it was usual to see the pictures and figurines of so many gods of various religions in a shared rented space. These rooms might look ugly and messy, 
but would be overflowing with selfless castless joy though uh, though though a star like saubin was present no one in the group is shown as more important than the other you take one of them out take one piece out and the edifice would crumble such is the completeness of the team the fun in the film is derived from the recklessness and fears of equals yeah uh, now coming back to the the characters the the actors so uh, how each each character has been designed deserves a mention right from the character of gibi played by sobin shahir to seenu played by arjun ashokan each of them uh, as ayyappan said has a distinct and well defined arc yet they also inseparably gel well with the plot that no one can be moved apart some of the comic scenes are plain and pedestrian uh, but there are several hilarious moments too uh, especially the scene uh, which involves champan vinod in fact champan vinod stays there only for a short while but uh, he quite lives those moments so have you ever come across uh, such people in real life how do you connect with those in romancham uh, the characters the uh, characters as you say are very relatable uh, many of us would have had friends like this in fact some of our friends would possibly even see us in some of these characters see though the characters seem familiar most of the actors in the film were unfamiliar uh, except for saubin and arjun ashokan as you said the others are new to me of course i mean there were two people picked up from that delightful web series odalangya turutha other than that it was full of full of new faces but but that didn't take away the fun perhaps it added to the fun for me what was fascinating was each had a distinct face i thought each face conveyed a particular state of mind if one had a face full of wonder another's was pure innocence yet another's exuded nonchalance Saubin's for instance was quizzical eternally suspicious one had a smug face it was indifference that shone from another face and yet another had a face that looked so untroubled so it was on these distinct faces that various expressions like fear and shock and wonder and suspicion flower so this was entertaining to watch and this was a film that required a lot of close reaction shots in fact uh, some of the best laugh out loud moments are served through these reaction shots uh, arjun ashokan is not part of the group he's a guest and by guest i don't mean that he's playing a guest role he's a guest in this in this uh, bachelor pad he has he has been a consistent performer and he delivers here too uh, arjun ashokan is sufficiently weird but also exudes innocence and a certain friendly warmth and then uh, to to speak about i mean you can't speak about performances without mentioning chemban vinod it is a sadistic pleasure that that you derive from the plight of the chemban vinod's character in the film but as you said he owned the scene even if it was just for a few minutes he owned it yeah yeah true so ayyappan uh, if i ask you to pick uh, one character from the whole bunch who would you like to choose i i would i would pick the hans addict it is not because i thought it is not because i thought he was the best performer it is only because he he brought back memories of jagdish rigumar and he yeah. was not even imitating jagdish rigumar but somehow he 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 brought back that nostalgia brought back that feeling of jagdish rigumar and for exactly. that only reason i would pick him as my choice yeah yeah but i i would call him an enigmatic jagdish rigumar because and the way he uh, he behaves uh, the way he delivers the dialogues are all new to anyone 
actually uh, jagadish kumar no nobody can replace that legendary actor but here we can get a glimpse of uh, that sort of uh, i mean classic acting yeah exactly i thought i thought he had that spark the yeah. jagadish spark in him yeah yeah true true so how i look at the film is that it's a uh, study material for making a cinema because there is no such a thing called content in this movie there is no hero no heroine no villain no bloodshed of course uh, you can narrate the whole film in just two sentences that's what they say is the sign of a good film that if you are able to tell uh, the whole story in a sentence or two it can be a great film romanjam with all its freshness in theme novelty in comical nuances and characterization and a bit of horror element had tightened a grip on the malayali audience to gift itself a free run at the box office so uh, with that uh, we have come to a close of this episode of uh, start action cut we'll meet you soon with another episode till then bye thank you